Welcome to the Relaxed Dog Podcast. The podcast where the dogs are the stars of the show. Welcome to the Relaxed Dog Podcast, episode 41, sponsored by therelaxeddog.com. Thank you for finding the show. I am your host, Robert Ober, and I hope that you and your dog are well. Just before we start, I'd like to issue you a challenge, particularly new listeners, a three-episode challenge, and that's basically give three episodes a listen before you decide on whether you would like to continue listening to the show The easiest way to do that is hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out. Go on, do it now. This week, we'll be having a chat with Denise Gonzalez. But first, in some doggy news in the UK, in Worcestershire, uh, Izzy, a little cocker spaniel, was out for a bit of a stroll and also Dizzy is deaf. She got separated from her pet guardian, who then enlisted some help from the local community, and no one could find her. But eventually she was heard down a hole, 20 foot underground in a rabbit hole. So they got hold of a digger, and after about three hours... Dizzy was rescued and reunited with her owner. Also in the UK, a gentleman who had a leg injury and was limping, still went out and walked his dog, noticed that the dog developed a bit of a limp as well. It wasn't all the time, so it was a little bit confusing. Took the dog to the vet and they couldn't find anything wrong with it. Eventually they worked out The dog was limping out of sympathy, so make of that what you will. Now, this week's interview. Welcome to the Relaxed Dog Podcast. I'm here with Denise Gonzalez. How are you? Great, and thank you for having us. We're happy to be here. Oh, my pleasure. And who is going to be the subject of today's conversation? We have Kalo Seven, the famous dog model. Um, he's studio trained for acting. He's a pet influencer, um, and he does a lot of advertising for different companies. And he also likes to promote and help um, underprivileged dogs that you know don't have homes and food. And there's a lot of that in in California here where we live. Oh, so. Fantastic. Right, we like to we like to give back. Absolutely! Yes. Wow, he must be very busy. Yes, <laughs> he has got a very busy schedule. Usually, when when we don't have these quarantines going on, he stays very busy with magazines he's been in, and he's made the cover. Um, and he loves to work. and And my agreement was, the minute he doesn't seem happy doing what he's doing, it stops. Oh, that sounds but, fair. As, as time goes on, he's just loving it even more and more. He really does. And he's the kind of dog where people say he's half human. He's funny. He would rather get a new outfit than a new toy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, you mentioned time. So first off, as per sort of usual for the show, we'll go back in time just before mm-hmm. you've got Kalo 7 and talk us into the hows and whys you guys got together. Well, I had a black dog named Pseudo um, that was a Shih Tzu poodle. Kalo's a Shih Tzu. And it started out where Pseudo was sick one day and I thought he had hurt his leg. I took him to the vet and here he was dying. He was just short of 18 and they had to put him down that day. It was a day I'll never forget. It just it got me to the point where I couldn't even look at another dog. And a bunch of my friends, I was living with my mom in Cleveland, and a bunch of my friends got together and said to my mom, we have to get her another dog because she's just, she just can't function without pseudo. And it's just, blow kisses? You're going to blow him Robert kisses? (laughs) And he just, it just got to the point, you know, and this is how I got Kalo. And I never had any intention of Kalo going into anything um, like modeling or advertising or anything like that. And as a puppy, anybody would pull a camera out and he would, there would be a group of people, he would be running into that group posing. I remember I had a doctor's appointment and Kato's a therapy dog and he had gone with me. And there was a group of doctors at the world renowned Cleveland Clinic, which in, in the United States and in Europe, it's a it's very well known. It's one of the top hospitals in the world. And all these doctors are lined up and they're lined up on like um, like benches to be higher and everything on different levels. And he pulled the leash right out of my hand and he ran over to the doctors lined up and he sat right down as the (laughs) photographers taking their pictures and all of the doctors just started laughing really hard I mean it was just something that always attracted him he loved the attention so I had seen on the internet I had been living in Florida temporarily at the time I was dating somebody and it was the Orlando area and people were coming up to me saying, wasn't that dog just in Orlando magazine? And I would say, no, you have him mixed up with somebody else. No, he was on the cover. We know that's him and you're lying. And I said, trust me, my dog was not on the cover. And right after he turned one, I had moved back to Cleveland and I had been on the internet and I saw that Puppies USA had a once a year contest for the cutest dog. Mm-hmm. And I had this really cute picture of him in Florida where he was sitting like this. He was sitting on the, the captain's chair for to drive the boat and his arms were on the, the wheel of the boat. Like, you know, he was st- steering and I emailed it in completely forgot about it. Right. And six months later, my mom's yelling at me, did you order this dog magazine? This magazine came and I said, I didn't order that. And she said, well, I didn't order that. I'm not paying for it. I said, well, then throw it in the garbage, mom. I don't care. I didn't buy that magazine. And she sits down and starts looking through it. And she starts yelling for me. And she goes, you better come look at this dog. He looks just like Kalo. Kalo had won the contest and nobody had contacted me. Oh, wow. They just sent me the magazine. <laughs> and it, it kind of took off from there. I mean, he just blossomed. And we started a Facebook page for him. And the followers just just kept coming and coming and coming and coming and opportunities opened. And it would be very strange where we would go somewhere. My, I had a, a friend that owned a dog boutique and they people would come in because they wanted to see Kalo. They had heard about Kalo and a newspaper started advertising him out in Cleveland. 
And, you know, we would go to places and people would recognize him, you know, and say, isn't that that dog, Halo? You know, Mm -hmm. and it would just be the funny. I was somewhere and some guy said, don't I know you? You know, and I'm thinking (laughs) this guy's trying to pick me up. And I go, no, you don't. And he goes, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the dog. (laughs) 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 And his love for clothes just was from when he was a puppy. And so the, the big, you know, clothing line started. And then I got to know a lot of designers um, and a lot of like online shops, um, the high end stuff. And I figured I don't have any children. Um, I was single at the time. So everything went into Kalo and Kalo had this smashing outfit that everybody wanted to see what he was going to wear that day. So companies started sending me thousands of dollars worth of high-end outfits. Just Mm. big boxes were coming to my home. They would message me and ask me his measurements because they wanted him to be on Facebook in their clothes Mm -hmm. because Kayla was considered, you know, the GQ of dogs. You know, he knew the the sharp clothes to wear and he's just the the type of dog where you could put put a garbage bag on him and he could make it look good. So (laughs) (laughs) So they wanted... um, um, you know, Kalo to be seen in, in their pajamas or their shirt or their sweater or whatever it was. And it just, it blossomed from there. And he really made a name for himself in Cleveland. So every year I would have a big birthday party for him. Um, there's a place in Cleveland called the Grateful Dog Bakery, and they make actual dog cakes that are hundreds of dollars and they're made out of fondant. So they will make on top an actual dimensional Kalo that you would swear to God it was Kalo oh, down wow. to his his collar if he would wear an outfit that day Roxy and Lulu would make his outfits and she would make a tuxedo and she would have Swarovski crystal cufflinks they would put the cufflinks the exact cufflinks on the outfit that he was wearing on the cake topper. I mean, it was just unbelievable. That's incredible. And we would get a cake from there and then we would get a human cake and the media would show up every single year and they would do a big spread on Kalo's birthday party. Wow. So um, we moved here and once we moved to Southern California, things really blossomed for him. So there's so much opportunity here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before I brought him here, I got him studio trained, which was for TV and film. And he had learned a lot of his commands by hand gestures. I had somebody come into the house. He had been through so much training, CGC training, therapy dog training, service dog training. Um, he had been through everything. And and if you get studio training in California, it's $6,000 and I didn't have $6,000. So they made an agreement with me that if they gave me everything that was needed and I found a trainer in Cleveland that would train him, they would accept that. So that's what we did. And we came here and I called them and they had me bring them down. And I thought, okay, I'm going to this training place for dogs on TV. And I pull up and I see this big guard shack and I see this thing going on for blocks, this big studio. And here it's where they did all the filming. I mean, it was insane. So I pulled up to the guard shack and I said, where am I? And they said, well, you're at the filming studio and judging by the dog in the car seat, I'm assuming that's Kalo Gonzalez here. (laughs) 
And I said, yes, it is. And they said, all right, here's your here's your little passes. He needs one on, on his chest and you need to wear one. And this is for your car. They told me where to go. And I went in and there's all these parents there with their kids sleeping on the floor, trying to get their children into Hollywood. It was almost sad. Mm. And these kids were just singing and dancing and oh, it was just so loud, you know, and these parents just, you know, doing all that they could, you know, and you'd hear these kids would come out and these parents, how did you do? You better have done a good job. And, you know, it was just real sad. So we went in and they evaluated Kalo and uh, they called the head person out. And the guy came over and, and he said, I, I'd like to see him do his three D's, which is distance, duration and distraction. So in other words, I can put him, you know, very far from me on the other side of the room in a sit and a stay. OK, that there's your distance. Mm-hmm. Then you throw in the distraction. So you're going to take his favorite toy or something he likes to eat and you're going to show it to him, and then you're going to do the no with your finger. Mm-hmm. You put it right in front of him, or you throw the toy, but he knows he can't move from that stay, okay? So there's the distraction. Then you leave the room. And he knows even though you leave the room, he can't move, and nothing can be touched. So we went through all of that, and they even brought in another dog to, to distract him even more. And nothing phased him. So the, the head guy came out and he said, look at this face. This is a face they will love on TV. He has a demeanor that is perfect for TV. This dog is so well-trained. Do not put any more money into training. He doesn't need it. And he said, we will take him in a second and we'll market him as a small dog versus by breed. And we guarantee you he will get a spot as a regular, maybe on a sitcom. For example, he said, like on Modern Family, they have the dog on there. Mm-hmm. That's every every week you see the dog. Or in a movie, they have the family dog. Well, everything was great. And he said, the only thing he doesn't know how to do that I need you to teach him is to, I don't want to lose you. I want you to be able to see. The only thing that I that I want you to teach him is to back up on command. He told me what to do. And I spoke with him again and he said, all right, we need you and your husband to sign the contracts. And he said, as you know, everything comes up, we will be sending a car for him. And I said, well, there's no need to send a car for him because he can just ride with me. And he said, well, you won't be going. I said, well, if I'm not going, Kalo won't be going. I am not sending um, him in a, in a car with a stranger mm. to some unknown location, not knowing how he's being treated or what's going on. And he said to me, but do you know how much money you'll make? I said, you can't put a price tag on him. This is my baby. And my job is to, to look out for him and take care of him and make sure he's treated properly. And I can't do that from home. Yeah, bit, so that was a pretty done deal. It's a bit, bit yeah. weird to, to not have you yeah. know, his guardian with him. <laughs> it's very strange. weird. Very. And then a lot of the other agencies, they have their own animals that they get from, you know, puppies or, or whatever animal that it is. You know, they have horses and all kinds of animals and they train them from day one. So they don't need to pay you. They have their own animals, but then they take a big chunk of, of your money. He's the one working, but they take a chunk of your money. And what they don't tell you is when they do send a trainer to pick him up, 
you have to pay that trainer out of your own pocket by the hour. So if he, they take him on a set and somebody doesn't have their line straight, it holds everybody up. So he has to wait, say, 10 hours. So I'm paying a trainer for 10 hours. He's sitting there without me and I'm not knowing what's going on. Mm. I would not agree to that. No way. I love my dog way too much. He's better than that. Absolutely. So, yes. But all the studio training that he's learned has come in handy for a lot of things. So we decided to go more with the modeling. And now the pet influencer is a, just a, such a big thing right now. Um, and, and he's been doing that and, and working with a lot of, you know, pet companies and, and, you know, just doing a lot of different stuff. And he enjoys it. Mm-hmm. And he enjoys Fashion Week. We had known Anthony Rubio, who's a New York designer, couturier, and he started out with women's wear and started to go into dog clothing for celebrities. So his outfits are in the hundreds of thousands. And he got New York to agree to allow him to have dogs on the runway, but they had to pass an audition and they had to, you know, be a certain standard of dog. Mm -hmm. Um, And he has his two dogs in the show um, that are just, they're, they're little chihuahuas and they're adorable. They're like little rock stars and he puts the cutest hats on them. So the models come out with them. One of them opens and one of them closes. Um, it's Bogey and Pimba and they, st- they start out. So then, um, then what happens is the models start coming out and, and Anthony always says that the human model is the accessory. The dog's the model. <laughs> so they come down the runway and the majority of the little guys like this are carried, but how he keeps up with those models and those stilettos and that music going, he does. He loves it. It's dark. The lights come down on the runway. The music starts coming. And at the end of that runway is nothing but media from Getty images to any, you know, big um, media you can think of. And he cannot wait to get to the end of that runway. And he does his twirl for them (laughs) (laughs) and back up the runway. He knows the drill is tails up and he's happy and cocky and loving it. Um, So Anthony has given us great opportunity And on his social media, we've had people say, oh, Kayla, we saw you on the news last night because it's hard to tell with what he's wearing. But Kalo is a Shih Tzu who's cut short except for his legs. Now, his legs go all the way to the floor. So as his leg goes down, it narrows out into a bell bottom. So when he's going down that runway, all that first flying, (laughs) the media likes that. So he gets a lot of uh, media attention. So I've had people in New Zealand see him on the news all over the world that they've seen him. Um, And we've done New York Fashion Week. Um, And then we had the opportunity to do Paris Fashion Week with Anthony. Um, And then COVID hit. So we had missed out on that opportunity. Mm. And we had also accompanied Anthony to San Antonio and we did a charity event um, at a, at a country club there. And Anthony had two live TV shows to, to promote the event. And so, uh, Kalo and I went and Kalo modeled some shows on live TV, um, for the event and trying to get people to buy tickets and to participate and everything like that. And it was just great. And we were going to do it again this last summer. And of course, COVID hit and, you know, it couldn't happen. So, 
but uh, he enjoys it. He just loves the whole, um, the fashion week spectrum news did a whole thing of him um, getting dressed backstage and getting ready (laughs) and everything else. But he just loves that runway. He just really enjoys it. We do red carpet and get interviewed. Of course I have to do the talking, but um, my husband and I, we really enjoy it. It's, it's just, it makes you proud to see all the training that he's done and all the hard work and just to see him happy strutting down that runway, doing mm-hmm. what he likes. Well, it's a, it's a great feeling. All comes down to that last bit to, to keep the dogs yes. happy no matter what they're doing. Yes. Yes. And I'll, I'll send you, they send us clips of just like him, not the whole show, but just of him, the runway and, and you can see. And, um, Human models, they come from all over the world to be in Fashion Week. We had one that came from Holland who didn't even speak English just to be an Anthony Rubio show. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. And Anthony just does a great job. He really does coordinating all the outfits. And um, he really knows uh, his crew's personality. So like I said, he has his two dogs there because there's 20 dogs total. And then he has so many spots for dogs at the pound that can't get homes. So let's, you know, dress them up, put them on the runway and just see their loving, caring dogs. Stop looking at them as a pound dog and, and a dog that that's loving and deserves a home. And then the rest is his regular crew that he has. Yeah, no, that's so he, I like that, that, that component. Oh, yes. Yes. He has one dog um, that's called Fifth Avenue Henry. He's about Kalo's size. And he's, I would say, like a cocoa color with a little bit of red. They found him wandering on Fifth Avenue and he had been on the streets a very long time and he got rescued and they, they named him Fifth Avenue Henry and he's in the show too in New York. And oh, sometimes he comes here too and he's just adorable. It's just really touching these stories that these dogs, you know, have turned around, but it's got to be dogs that, that can deal with the music and the lights and mm-hmm. you go out there and you see all these people and it's intimidating. I would be afraid to be out there walking that runway, but you know, he likes it. So we, we keep, we keep going. That's for sure. And Anthony and Rob, his assistant, they're great, great people. They really are. They know their models so well that when they do create an outfit for them to wear, it fits their personality. <laughs> they really do. It's great. Great people. Uh-huh, nice. Very pleased. Yes. So I want to go back a little bit just before Kalo became a, okay. a, a superstar because you mentioned mm-hmm. a couple of things. So when he when he was a puppy, how how, how was he uh, initially as a, as a pup? A nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. He was um <clears throat> he was doing a lot of bad things, chewing cords, which all puppies do. But he was doing. Just uh, when I came back to Cleveland, we were in PetSmart. He literally went to jump out of the cart and the trainer caught him. And he said, can I, can I take him for a minute? And I said, sure. So he took him and he walked him around the store and got a feel for him. And he said, this is a very smart dog using it in a bad way. And he said, I firmly believe this dog can go very far with the right training. So I started out with the CGC, which is the Canine Good Citizenship Training. And it's a six-week course, um, and it's AKC, and the sixth week is the test. So basically, um, every week, you go once a week for an hour, and then you do homework. And whatever you learn that week, you work with them at home 
Um, and they tell you not to work with them longer than 15, 20 minutes, or it's just too much and they're going to shut down. So they do things like the first part of the test, there's 10 sections. They learn um, grooming from a stranger. So basically you walk into a room and somebody that he doesn't know takes a brush and starts brushing his ears and petting him and he's okay with it. Um, Then maybe I think the next step was the room was enormous and there was somebody on the complete other end with a dog that he's never seen. You meet in the middle, you walk and you meet in the middle and you shake hands. He cannot acknowledge the dog or the person unless I give him the okay. And then you keep walking. Um, Another part of the test was there was people in groups standing all over the room and we had to weave in and out of them. And he could not acknowledge anybody. He couldn't jump on anybody. You know, he had to behave. And it, it basically what it does is it teaches your dog how to behave properly in public, mm-hmm. how to be a good dog. And you need that training before you go on to therapy dog training. Mm-hmm. And therapy dog training is mostly taking them to the hospital, getting them used to, you know, the monitors and the beeping and the sounds and the craziness. And I had been in the yard, got sick in the middle of the night. And he was with me and there was a child who was screaming bloody murder. And two nurses came in. You want to sit on the couch? Two nurses came in and they said, do you mind if we borrow him? And I said, go right ahead. And you could hear the minute he walked in the room, the kids stopped crying. And the doctor was able to work on him, the the patient, um, with Kayla. What? He was able to work on on the child and do what needed to be done. So, you know, we just kept excelling from there. And it was just the more we did. To him, it was a game and he loved it. He really enjoyed it. And that, like I said, that was my deal with myself. The minute it's not fun for him, these guys get lives that are way too short. And I feel Mm. that they need to enjoy every single day of it. Absolutely. So... Yes, I make sure of that. That's for sure. Yes. Did you do a lot of the therapy work? Um, we did hospitals and we did some in nursing homes. And then my mom had gone in, gosh, four times for rehab and had been in there for months at a time. And we would t- take him around and, you know, take pictures of him. He was so funny. He would, some people would be like, well, can he lay on the bed with me? And well, if, if that's what you'd like, you'd put him on the bed and he, he didn't want to leave. He wanted to comfort the people. Mm-hmm. If he sees somebody in a wheelchair, he stops. It's almost like he feels the pain and he wants to make their day a little bit better. It's very, very touching. Very. Mm. He's a very, very caring. He's more of a people person than a dog person. Mm-hmm. He really reaches out to people. He really does. And he's just full of so much love. He's really touched a lot of people's lives, which makes me feel good. <laughs> oh, absolutely. They so, do so yes. much for us and for for the, anyone that comes in contact with dogs, basically. People, are, people underestimate their power so much, and they really make a difference. Oh, Definitely. Yes, yes. And even when he does fashion week, people want pictures with him and everything and to hold them and, you know, and and they're all happy. And then what I did was I took him to one of the office stores and they printed him and I had a stamp made of his paw print. (laughs) So people will say they want his potograph. So I'll take a picture, a matted picture, and I'll stamp it. And under his little paw, it says Kalo, you know, so... 
yeah, I, I do all I can for to use him to bring joy to people and everything. It's nice. Uh, no, it's really nice. Do you have any uh, like? No. What what are his favorite games and things he likes to play? He loves, and actually, it's a training thing that he loves. You put a long lead on him, and you put him in a. This is stay. You don't even speak. This is sit. You do that to him. And his eyes are so like right on you. He doesn't take them off of you. And I'll go out the door and he'll stare at that door and I'll peek in the window to see what he's doing. And he's not moving. Mm -hmm. And he just waits for me to say, come on. And he comes running as fast as he can. And he just did a photo shoot where they were trying to get him to run towards a bag of treats and they were running. And I said, can I ask what you're doing? And they said, well, we're trying to get him to run. And I said, well, you don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. I said, I can get him to run. So I put him in a sit and a stay. And I said, show me where, like, put the bag where it's going to be so I could put him in the right spot. And that's exactly what I did. And they got pictures of him in midair running towards the bag of treats. And it just came out adorable. But that is one of his favorite things to do. Is, is that, you know, he likes to please you like most dogs do. They're all about pleasing you. And then nighttime is his favorite time to be with my husband and myself and watching TV and all cuddle. That is his happiest time of the day. So, but yeah, I would say that that's probably one of his, his favorite things or to throw his toys. And he loves to go places. He, he's not the kind of dog that just wants to hang around at home all day. He likes to go places. And there's so many places, especially out here in California, that you can bring your dog. Mm -hmm. We even have restaurants out here called the Lazy Dog. They have a menu for the dog. And they cook for your dog. So we take him there um, and just do all kinds of fun things. The beach, as long as he doesn't have to get in the water. (laughs) He does know how to swim if he has to. (laughs) But, um, yeah, he, he enjoys all that. You know, he really does. So it was a big move for him. I mean, we're, we moved 3000 miles and I, I was concerned on how he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but he fit in great. And another thing he loves is the neighbors across from us, Julie and Kenny. Um, they're a couple and they are very close with him. He hears Julie's voice and he's ready to jump over the patio. Mm-hmm. Um, they spoil him. And he'll he'll spend hours over there, nap on the couch, play with them, and has a good time. But like I said, he's more of a people person. He's very selective with dogs. He um, is big on boundaries and respect. So he lets other dogs that are just like that. And there's a dog that lives here that's like that. And when they see each other, they come running and they're happy as can be. (laughs) So, yes. Yes. Uh, did you notice any change with the, the change of environment going from Cleveland to California? Well, he doesn't miss the snow. Okay. He did not he did not do well with the snow. And um he also had he has a grass allergy. Have you ever heard of a dog allergic to grass? Yes, I, I have mean actually. it's a nightmare. Yep. Oh, it's a nightmare. So every time he goes to the bathroom, we have to put boots on him to go outside and we found these little rubbery ones. We lay him on his back and he knows he just lays like this Mm -hmm. and we just slip them over his paws. They look like little balloons and he goes outside and goes, goes potty. Um, But 
it's it's a big hurdle for him. But the first two years we were here, he didn't eat them. He wasn't having any allergies. And then all of a sudden it kicked in full force. And I took him to the vet and the vet said, did you move from somewhere? And I said, well, yes, I did. And he said, have you been here two years? You know, he's kind of freaking me out a little bit. And then I said, well, how did you know that? He said, because whenever you move to a new location, it's called the honeymoon stage. And they go through um, a two-year period where it lays dormant. And then it returns full force. And that's exactly what's happened to him. Mm. So, yeah. So he knows the drill. Every time he has to go out, we have to put his boots on him. Okay. So, so you mentioned the vet. Has he had any other trips to the to the vet for anything else health wise? Just recently, um, he well he gets the cytopoint injection for his itching. Um, most dogs get it monthly. He's gone as long as three months, which is really good. I'd like to have him cut off of it. I don't like pumping a lot of stuff into him. Um, and recently, when he went for his shot and for vaccines that he was due for. They felt he had a fever and his spleen was enlarged. And um, my husband had took him and he didn't see the vet. He just sees the tech. You know, he sees the vet so many times a year. He doesn't have to see the vet every time he goes. Mm -hmm. So um, they were kind of rude to my husband and my husband was unhappy. So he had done, there's a, there's a company called Pawtree and they have holistic dog food. You can't buy it in any store. It's all online. And he had done some work for them and they have five vets on staff throughout the country. And lo and behold, one of the, the vets is right here in Orange County. And so they had me have a Zoom call with her to just, just to get to know her in case of an emergency. Mm. So when all this happened, we contacted her and she was finding uh, no fever, but the spleen was swollen. She did an x-ray. She, she had some concerns of cancer. There was protein in his urine and there were, you know, different things going on. And it came down to let's do an ultrasound. So he had the ultrasound on Friday and a lot of things that they thought they were seeing on the x-ray, they weren't seeing. So uh, everything came out okay. He doesn't have cancer. The spleen really is not enlarged. I guess in the winter time, your spleen, even in humans, changes shape. Well, his just kind of flipped over, making it look like it was enlarged, but it's not. Um, his blood pressure was a little bit high. Um, and we're changing his diet and getting him on something different. And he should do okay. I spoke with her today. Um, and he gets rechecked in a month. Um, his calcium was high, but it's already back to normal. So he's doing very well. Uh, so, very good. yes, yes, we spoil him too much. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing going out for strolls and, and walks with the grass allergies makes it a, a little bit more of a, a challenge. Oh, hey, going out to different it, areas. It, it's hard, but it's the boots are so thin. Um, so it's not, he's just used to it. So he goes in the evening when it's not too warm here. The past couple days, it's been a little bit cool, but we've had 85 degree temperatures in January, which isn't normal for California. So he likes his evening walks. Sometimes we go to the park. Um, the neighbors, Julie and Kenny love to take him to the park. Walking is another one of his favorite activities. So 
but yeah, I mean, he just, it, it doesn't affect him. This is probably my brother-in-law, but it doesn't affect him at all. Mm -hmm. So. Would you say he has any uh, favorite places to, to walk? I think his favorite place is the park because he's got so much area to just run and play and take off. And um, one thing we never have to worry about with him, but we're always careful anyways, is him taking off. Mm -hmm. He stays very close to us. Even when he takes off running and if we throw a Frisbee or whatever, he always comes back. Um, but we take him to an area where there's really nowhere he can take off to. We're very, very careful. But the park is his favorite place to go to. Wow, he also likes to go. Um, he's got his friends from Fashion Week, his fellow dog models, and he loves hanging out with them because they're just like him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so those are those are his favorite favorite and, you know people to hang out with as okay. far as dogs go. Okay, and what what does that sort of look like to, you know, backstage? It's funny. It's crazy because when we're backstage, okay, you, you see all these other designers with their models okay and then there's anthony rubio with all of his models and then his dog models you know? <laughs> and he's got to match everybody up and make sure everybody's outfit fits and he does a heck of a job i don't know how he does it but him and rob his assistant do a phenomenal job and kalo's outfits always fit perfectly i cannot complain about that one bit Mm -hmm. um, and then I also have my favorite brands and designers that I always dress Kalo in. And he's an ambassador for a couple um, companies and stores and stuff. And what they do is they'll send so much every month, but they'll let me pick. Um, for example, there's a store called Posh Puppy Boutique. It's the biggest online upscale boutique. And he's an ambassador for Posh Puppy, and they let me choose every month. And they already know I'm going to be picking Wolf Link, Puppy Angel. <laughs> so he's also an ambassador for Fufu Brands, which is also a wonderful company. Um, and Dog in the Closet is another one that he wears a ton of. So, wow. And now we're working with the company with CBD Oil, and they all have coupon codes for me to, to you know, for your listeners if they wanted to go online and shop. Oh, great. Yeah, no, we'll oh. take them and I'll put them in the in the show notes and we can mention okay. a few links um, towards the okay. end. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm also curious, so when they do the 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 fashion shows, do the, do the dogs get much of a, like, social time? Is there much interaction between the dogs there? Um, There's a little bit. It depends on how early you get there. Um, what they do when, when you get backstage, when we went to New York, um, since I'm from Cleveland, Two of my closest friends decided to fly in and meet me there. Um, and my husband's cousin, Lorena, flew out with me. And, you know, so us two met up the other two. And um, two of us were ready because you have to be there on time for model check-in. And we walked in the venue and I didn't know anybody snapped our picture. And the next thing I knew is we were in Vogue Italia. It was Kalo, myself, and my friend walking into model check. And how embarrassing. I'm holding a lemonade and everything. And then I see it on social media and I was just like, oh, how embarrassing. You don't even know they're taking your picture. You have no clue. But when you get backstage and you go for model check-in, 
Um, what they do is they hand you your outfit, Anthony or Rob does, and they want to make sure everything fits. They want him all ready. And then you have to do press. So for example, they have somebody from Getty Images back there. That person from Getty, um, that Anthony will say, okay, I want Kalo right here. And I want picture shot of him in his outfit. So everybody, you know, kind of backs up and, Kalo or whoever the dog is will, will be by themselves getting their pictures taken. Um, and then we have red carpet that we do as well before and after. And then two days after fashion week, we have to go back with our outfits and um, we do um, photo shoots in a studio with Anthony. Okay. So he has everything. I don't know how he does it because he has to log all of these girls beaded gowns that are just gorgeous so imagine i mean 20 heavy be and you know he's got extras in case something doesn't fit right or something doesn't you know go right um and he comes all the way from new york and plus he has his dogs and then he's got to bring all the dog outfits for all the dogs in the show mm-hmm. and he's got it down to a t and and does a wonderful job so, so any time where you can remember where something with any of the dogs hasn't gone quite right but i mean obviously um, it, it's always entertaining when you've got oh, the dogs yes. there but yes. i know sometimes the organizers might be cringing going oh but then again it's you know breaks the the mode or everything and then everyone sort of like focuses on oh, i wasn't that great anyway well there's a couple funny things one thing was um anthony always posts pictures and everything Um, and we also, when we post on our social media, we always give credit to Art Hearts Production, who produces Fashion Week for Anthony's shows, um, and whoever the photographer was and who they're with. And I happened to see this black and white picture of this beautiful model. She looked like Marilyn Monroe, built like Marilyn Monroe, and she's sitting down on the floor, just kind of posed just like waiting for whatever. And Kalo's with her. <laughs> and I'm like, who is this? And how did this happen? You know? And I kind of captioned it like she picked me, <laughs> you know? So it's just the funniest thing that, you know, he's a boy and there's this beautiful, beautiful woman, you know? So it, it was really, really cute. Um, the last fashion week that we did, um, the one, the one dog got um, in a car accident or the car broke down on the way. So, you know, it was just like, oh my gosh, what do we, you know, we're short a dog. Um, but, you know, Anthony's always covered. He always brings extra outfits. But they first looked to me, I had just done New York Fashion Week in September and this was March. No, that's not right. I had just done it. Yeah, I just had done it in September, and this was October, I believe. And he had said to me, you don't happen to have your outfit from New York Fashion Week, do you? And I said, as a matter of fact, it's in my bag. Because I always bring extra, just in case. You never know. Mm -hmm. I'm always trying to be prepared. And he said, how fast can you change Kalo? And I go, why? Mm -hmm. So they explained that a, a dog had gotten... You know, something had happened with their car on the way there. 
And I said, I can change him pretty quick. Well, not realizing the outfit that Anthony made for him, it was just stunning. And it had really long sleeves and it had these big snaps on it. And Kayla went down the runway fairly early. And when the, the model brought him back, she said, I'm really sorry, but he didn't want to get off the runway. And I said, I know he does that. He likes it out there. <laughs> so I flipped him on his back and I'm trying to pull these this outfit off the snaps and I couldn't get him to come off. So um, this one girl who's always a model in Anthony's show, her mom came over, very sweet lady. And she came over, her name's Amanda. And she said, let me help you. And she said, I can't get the snaps off either. And I'm yelling to the models that are lined up. Where are we on time? And they're like, you're good, you're good. And we're, I said, you know what? I don't even care if I rip something, <laughs> this Anthony will just fix it. And finally, we got it off. We got the New York outfit on him and we realized it was inside out. <laughs> so we had to get it off him again and, and, you know, fix it and put it on him the right way. And we were down to the split second of him hitting the runway. So he got to go out twice and that made his night. And the, the, the saddest thing was that was the last time we had Fashion Week since COVID hit. Mm. And it was just a gorgeous, beautiful show. And Anthony always puts on a beautiful show. He really, really does. I give it to him because it's a lot just having human models, let alone having canine models and everybody getting along. Mm -hmm. But when they see each other, they know each other. They, you know, they know the drill. They know what they need to do. They know when it's, you know, photography time. And then after the show, the show probably lasts 10, 15 minutes. And then once that show is over, another designer starts. Starts. But uh, there's a lot of media that would like to interview Anthony. Um, he's been on probably every talk show you can imagine in magazine. Um, he's really made a name for himself. And we're very, very proud to be part of his show. Mm. We really are. Absolutely. He's a very good person and he's all about the dogs. He really is. That's so nice. So in the future, that's somebody you might want to think about interviewing because I mean, he's just a phenomenal person. He really, and he'll tell you it's the dog. It's all about the dogs, not the girls. It's the dogs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Great>, yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. And he's very active in New York with parades um, and everything. And he always has his two chihuahuas. When he goes on any talk show, he always has one of them on his arms with a tall hat on all dressed up to the nines. I would love to be a dog and be owned by Anthony and have all those <laughs> nice clothes. But uh, I mean, he's just, like I said, he always knows what to make that brings out the personality of that dog. He knows his models. So after the show, we do a lot of pictures on the red carpet and grouped together and everything else. So it's an honor to be have your dog be in his show and be a part of it all absolutely really is so does kalo have any sort of uh demands at home he does that we're trying to break <laughs> um before i knew better i started him on these little bones that aren't the best and every time he eats dinner, he wants one, but they're all over the floor, but he has to have a fresh one. So I started picking them up and putting them back into the bag and just giving him one. Well, no, he knew he wants a fresh one. He'll spit it out on the floor. <laughs> but 
with the way his diet has been going, we're getting him off all that stuff. He had gained a couple pounds. We called it his quarantine two pound COVID weight gain. He's lost a pound of it. So he's got another pound to go. So mm-hmm. we're exercising him and walking him. The problem is with the boy dog is they want to stop at every tree and everything else to pee. So <laughs> we need to get that heart rate up. I tell him we got to keep going. So, so I know he's uh, very well looked after food wise, but I ask everyone to complete the sentence. I can't believe my dog ate. Hmm. That's a real tough one because Kalo is very finicky. Mm-hmm. And, I'll, and I will say this. I can't believe my dog ate kibble last night because <laughs> that is one thing that I have been trying to get him to eat since a puppy. And the first day I brought him home and poured it in a bowl, he took that bowl and dumped it upside down. He didn't want it. <laughs> so I, I always got him high end meat, but he was missing out on vegetables and all that. So we're really changing his diet and he's just going to have to learn. But when my husband said he had mixed some of the kibble from one of the companies he had done some work for in with his chicken and stuff, I said, he ate what, you know, that and on Florida, he brought me in a frog, a dead frog. So <laughs> the other thing he won't do, he could be in the middle of the desert and hasn't had water in a week and he will not drink water out of another dog's bowl. Once a dog touches that bowl to him, it's contaminated. He mm. won't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he has his strange ways, yeah, but I would have to say kibble. <laughs> so you got any other, um, what's I make? peculiar or individual habits that you think? yes yeah yes he will not eat out of a bowl it's got to be a flat plate or forget it okay um i've even bought him okay here's an example you can kind of see i know your your listeners can't see, but do you see how this has a little lip to it i had bought him a cat bowl like this with a, just a little lip to it yeah there's not much to you that put his all. food in it won't eat it we poured it on a paper plate He ate it all up. That's just the way he is. (laughs) If my husband takes the garbage and he has it at the door and it's ready to go out, Kayla won't eat. My husband takes that bag outside onto the patio, then he'll eat. He's very finicky and everything has to be just, excuse me, just so in a certain way. Obviously, he's very spoiled, so... (laughs) Well, he's a superstar. And then his other thing (laughs) is his clothes. He doesn't like his clothes touched. It's the funniest thing. He does not like his clothes touched. So explain that a little bit. (laughs) He just, his clothes are so much of his identity to him. I know that sounds very strange, but when things come in the mail for him clothing wise, oh, and he tries it on, he'll model for you. He'll walk up and down and just think, especially when he gets a haircut, There's that's another thing. Like, look at me, look how good I look. And we take him all the way to Beverly Hills, which is two hours to get groomed. So, but his, he's, got a, he's got an armoire that's seven feet high and I can't fit half of his clothes in it. So we're gonna have something custom built with doors on it and drawers and everything. Pajamas are his favorite. So he's probably got, I would say about 65 pairs of pajamas. Oh, wow. He's got just night shirts. Oh, I know. I don't even have half that. Night shirts by Ruff Ruff Couture are his favorite. And then he's got like the full, you know, for the summertime, he has the night shirts. And it'll be 98 degrees. And he'll, 
he'll grab a pair of pajamas in his mouth and he'll be nudging me at my leg and I'll say, no, it's too hot. He doesn't care. I don't know if it's a security thing for him, like a thunder jacket, Mm -hmm. but he's been like that since he was a puppy and it got cold and I got him a little vest to wear and I would chase him around the house trying to get it off of him. He just likes that feeling of something around him. Mm. That's his joy. So, sort of thinking that when you just before you mentioned the, the thunder jacket that they mm-hmm. possibly and it's just one of those or, or it's just one of those uh, habitual things that he just likes right. the feel of right. wearing something. And he's kind of got his own style that we created. Um, I know there's a lot of people that have boy dogs and, you know, they do the ponytails and all that. And that's okay. I don't do that. Um, we kind of go a different direction. I'm, I'm looking at him right now. So it goes a little bit of a different direction where he's more of a bling bling kind of dog. He gets all the blingy stuff. <laughs> so anything with sequins and rhinestones and all that with a little edge to it is kind of his style. Um, he really doesn't have one set style. But a lot of designers will tell me they'll see a fabric and they'll be like, oh, Kalo can pull that off. That's total Kalo. So it's it's just very funny. The the designers that we deal with it, they know his style all the way down to collars and what he'll wear and what is just totally him. Um, but I do cross the line a little bit, but not too, too far. <laughs> but just to kind of give him his own style. Mm-hmm. To stand out. Yeah, he stands out with his own style and it's just he pulls it off well. Oh, so excellent. Right. Does he have a roll in stuff when he's outside, when he's wearing something that he. In Cleveland, we had a lot of deer and deer feces is a big thing with dogs. (laughs) And I remember I had just gotten him groomed and I let him out. He loves doggy doors to let himself out the but I like to watch him and keep an eye on him he went out and I heard the doggy door and I went outside and I saw him rolling and he had his rough rough couture those pajama tops are $50 there he was and he started coming in the house and I could smell it already he had rolled all over in it there was nothing I could do but take him back to the groomers and have them bathe him and blow him dry he was just a mess that's that's his his one thing so I got to really watch him in the grass. His other thing that he has an issue with is cats. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing pictures outside and he'll wear shoes. He'll wear wigs. He'll wear glasses. I put hair extensions in his ears, red, white, and blue for patriotic holidays. Just clipping things that come right out. And he's got, he'll wear Converse tennis shoes on all four. You know, he's fine. And he has a hat on and then a cat goes by and that's it. Shoes go flying in the air. Glasses go flying in a different direction. So I have to yell, but he knows that when I yell stop, he puts the brakes on. Kind of like the Flintstones in the car, you know, he just right there he stops. So, oh, yeah, yes. Got a, has got a, a kryptonite. Yes, yes, <laughs> definitely. I don't know what his thing is with cats. If it's a chase game or, or what it is, but definitely that's his thing. <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh. Did you want to mention some uh, media contact? Where can people see more of Kalo? 
Yes. Um, you can see Kalo on Instagram. Kalo's Instagram, it's Kalo, and I'll spell it for you. It's K A L, like Larry O, Kalo, kind of rhymes with Halo. So it's Kalo Seven, not the word seven, just the number. Kalo Seven, the dog model. And his. Um, hey, come on in. My mother-in-law's dropping something off. Um, and then also his Facebook page is the same thing, but it's not all run together. It's Kalo Seven, the dog model. Uh, excellent. So, yes, yes. Well, thank you very much for taking okay, the time. Okay, thank you for having me. Let me give you some coupon codes for oh, your yes, listeners. Yes. Okay. Um, there's foofoobrands.com which is F-O-U, F-O-U, B like boy, R-A-N-D-S.com. And you can get 20% off using the code KALO20. Um, another popular brand he wears a ton of is called Dog in the Closet. And that's their website, dog, D-O-G, in the closet.com. And 10% off is KALO. K-A-L-O-7. Um, he's also Posh Puppy Boutique, which is P-O-S-H, Puppy, P-U-P-P-Y, Boutique.com. And it's 30% off. And that code is just straight Kalo, K-A-L-O. He also um, is doing a campaign launch for all G essentials. They have all the CBD products from gravy to biscuits to drops in the water. Um, and for that, the link to his products are on his Instagram bio. And the code for 10% off is Kalo, K-A-L, I'm sorry, K-A-L-O 10. All one word. So all the all the coupon codes are all one word. And I can also forward those to you so you have them for your listeners and you can put them up. Oh yeah, put them in the in the show links yes. for that. Right. And I will send you some pictures. So thank Definitely. you very much again, Denise. It has Okay, been thank you, Robert. A very entertaining conversation and educational. Yes. <laughs> very <laughs> so but um yes um get me your email and i'll send you the pictures and everything that you needed wonderful i so. look forward to catching up again sometime soon okay great and it was nice talking to you and and take care over there in australia thank you very much thank you have a great day thank you very much for listening i hope that you enjoyed the show and if you did there's no better time than sharing it with a friend right now. Again, go and hit those buttons. You can do it. Until next week, stay safe and remember, your dog is family. <laughs>